a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Shop boy, Shop boy. Well, he knows it's a classic game. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. I was like, last time. John Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, now brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. That's right. We're part of a new big thing here called the Slash and Cast Network. New. And uh, new. Yeah, it's another, it's another uh, venture for us. Uh, we watched a movie, went over there, so uh, they were nice enough to Boy allow followed. us in. So it's a it's a horror podcast network, but they've got some other stuff coming up on the docket. So uh, like the horror sh- show at Extreme Rules. Yes, not to be confused with the horror show yesterday. Yeah, not to be confused with. That. Oh, the DVD's already out. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, God. Yeah, so uh, don't just follow us and listen to us, but if you're into like horror movies and shit like that, uh, follow the shows, A Little Mad Podcast, Dead in Santa Clara, Make Every Death Count, The Silver Scream, Silver Screen Scream Show, that's a mouthful, <laughs> like us, <laughs> five times, <laughs> Bloody Date Night, We Came From Beneath the Sea, I love that name, we watched a movie, just like the movies, Eroticosaurus. That's a cool name. I actually want to check that show out at some point. Their last show that they had, episode 31, Fear Boner Fest 2020. Whoa, that is, wow. That sounds like something that's right up our alley. Yeah. Uh, Slasher cast, that makes sense. The Lane Shift. And the Scream Queens. And then, of course, us. We're the only wrestling show. Wow, that's a lot more than I saw... And the, yeah. on the page or the contract or whatever. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of us on there. And there's yeah, more to come. Okay. So we'll see. They're kind of a, a conglomerate. They're basically like the Walmart of podcast networks at this point. So definitely a big thank you to the Slashing Cast Network for having us and letting us be a part of their podcast network as i fix my bed hair because i always record this freshly out of bed or about an hour out of bed so yeah, we talked for about 15 minutes off. before 
our alarms went off a little late today and uh but we still had to get the show rolling at eight so because i watched way too much wrestling yesterday and my brain is like mashed potatoes that's your brain on this is your brain on wrestling and it's an (laughs) egg going in a pan or it's like instant mashed in a pan that's what i feel like right now yeah uh, pep it up pep it up baby work it out work it out so I'm wearing uh, my Super Kick Club shirt that Levi got for me. Oh, I did get that for you, didn't I? You did. Thanks for the shirts, by the way. I haven't wore that one in a long time. Maybe I should wear it today. I haven't been wearing black shirts a lot lately because it's been so fucking hot. So out. fucking hot, yeah. And last week, everybody was like, oh, it's going to be so nice. It's going to be like 80, and then it was 90 and humid every day. And I was like, what? The mornings are cool. I like yeah, the mornings are nice. That, but That's about it. I'm ready for October. I'm ready for Halloween time. And if you like Halloween time too, you should check out some of the shows on the Slashing Cast Network. I mean, you can check us out, but the other stuff's more appropriate. Oh, my eyes. Oh. Yeah, shout out to Riley from Slashing Cast for hooking us up. We signed a contract. We actually signed a contract, which is pretty crazy. That's pretty legit. It's a multi-million dollar deal. Oh, well, naturally. (laughs) We weren't going to do it for free. Yeah, of course. I mean, big money. Big money. We didn't we weren't going to leave money on the table. No. We weren't going to take so, our ball and go home. <laughs> that one too. You got to think of all the wrestling terms. <laughs> Anyways, uh let's see. We are coming off the heels of a pretty big wrestling weekend. We had Saturday Night Dynamite. We had NXT Takeover 30. We had SummerSlam, and then of course we watched because today is the twentieth or the seventeenth anniversary of SummerSlam two thousand and three. Exactly today. If we were to record this at seven PM, we'd be doing it at the exact time. But exact same time. About twelve hours from now, twelve hours later is the exact Probably 20, when you're watching years. I keep wanting to say twenty year because it just sounds better. But seventeen years ago. If you watch this when it debuts later this evening, yeah, it'll be about the time. <clears throat> that's more accurate there you go but if you're listening to it you're listening to it earlier so tommy watched a bunch of wrestling but i did not watch all that i should have because i was i, I was supposed to watch SummerSlam. kind of i thought i sh- i thought i should have and i didn't but he did i did uh we can start oh let's let's uh wish the boss the chairman vince vincent kennedy mcmahon he's got a puke He's gonna puke. A happy 75th birthday. If it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be wrestling like there is today. We can you know all what? agree on that. He's the hogman of all hogmen. He, he, is, the, real. he is the legit uh, genetic jackhammer. He's got the grapefruits, yeah. all that. Come here, Linda. Get on top. Drain that right. squid ink out. He probably got a lot of it from all the protein he eats too. Probably, probably smells. Uh, it's probably got a fresh. It's got a good grapefruit smell because it's what Maybe. he calls his his sack is usually called the grapefruits. Yeah. Uh, you want to start with the dynamite and kind of go? Yeah. Dynamite yeah. takeover, SummerSlam, then O three. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving, 
in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. In the main. No work. We'll, we'll, we'll blaze. <clears throat> I'll do a little Blaze Bailey action. Blaze Bailey. Uh, let's see. Takeover. It opened with. Did it open with FTR and Dynamite? Yeah. FTR and Private Party. Yeah. Stellar match, by the way. V- yeah, that very good a, match. Good one. FTR with Tully Blanchard. I texted you during that match and said Tully's out with F- FTR, so we got to get that Cody turn now for the new Four Horsemen. Ugh. Oh man! If now, if when you say the new Four Horsemen, yes, yeah. I would love that. That'd be great. You got FTR, you got Sean Spears, and then if you get Cody, oh my God, dude, that would be so good. Yeah. Uh that gives me that gives me a Woodrow Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of that. Actually, that when you say that out loud, like the Four Horsemen, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that happens now. Into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that match was really good. I did. Once again, I just watched the YouTube clips. I haven't watched the full one in a while. Next, this week is Saturday night as well, isn't it? This week is Thursday night. Oh, man. NBA is really yeah. fucking this up, especially on the road to all out. Well, and it's going to mess up their like it's going to mess up their consistency and people aren't going to know when it's on if they're not paying attention. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you know, it's on, yeah. but like, I mean, we had to deal with this back people. in the day with nitro and, and raw, raw was yeah. always preempted yeah. with the Westminster dog show. Yeah. You know, Mariah's then too. Yeah. Once again, the dogs win dogs win. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I get it the though. Right their now, contract so. with TNT's contract with the NBA is so much money. And they I mean, make yeah, it's so a, much money off of it. AEW's and the NBA is getting way more ratings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People yeah. are watching that way more than they're watching fucking wrestling. So. And it's a big deal now because it's the playoffs. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. But it still sucks. Yeah. Put on wrestling. But then, yeah, so All Out, I'm excited. I, I'm definitely excited for All Out. That's, it sucks uh, Saturday, oh. though, because like 5 o'clock Central Time, I've got it on. I'm, I'm ready to watch Dynamite. And uh, NBA's still on. There's another half hour. It was at 5.30 before it started. I'm like, son of a bitch, come on. I'm ready for wrestling. And obviously, uh, I kind of knew because last week I said there was a rumor floating around that somebody that had been on the show multiple times just about to say that. Yeah. was going to appear. And sure shit, she did. A great the promo, by the way. She's got her own Wikipedia page. I did not know that. Oh, she's she's legit. She's the NBA Thunder. women's heavyweight champion. I mean, Thunder. Hey, we said it years ago, three years ago on this show. Well, almost three years ago, we said Thunder Rosa would be a star. She's been on the show three times, right? Yeah. And we said she'd be a star because she just has it. She's different. 
It's yeah. not, she has her own little character and you know, it just, it works. The day of the dead face paint and the, the luchador style and the heritage. She's just got it all, man. She's a yeah. total package. Now I don't know that she's going to defeat Sheeta, but I am definitely looking forward to that match because it's, I like Sheeta and I like Thunder Rosa. So. I said on Twitter when it happened, I said, you know, it, it's like us. It, I felt validated. Like I felt like our show was validated because that's really the first person that we had on that, you know, not only did we believe in her, but she believed in us. She was cool enough to come on the show. I mean, we've talked to her multiple times for an hour plus. So, yeah. I mean, it was awesome. And, you know, even Amanda was like, oh, that's so cool that she's on here. And I love the fact that she had the NWA women's title with her, too. That was cool. I mean, you that gotta makes have you that wonder, like, yeah. maybe there's going to be a working relationship. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. get, you know, Nick Aldis versus Cody and Nick Aldis versus Moxley and Omega and all that stuff. Speaking of that, I was going to say we should do a show soon that is all in revisited and where we, cause I haven't ever watched the show in full on like TV. I've only seen it in full when we were there. Oh, I got you. Got you. Yeah. yeah. So we should do like an all in revisited, you know, we since we that. were there and then we can talk about what it was like there and what it's like on TV and all that. Like yeah. I thought about it yesterday cause I was, I was thinking all out last year. I was like, we should do that one. But then I was like, no, we should do All In because I've never truly watched it in full. Like, at I've home. watched it a couple of times. I figured just, you had. I, just I've because, seen it on that. Uh, I watched it a couple of days after we got back. Oh, okay. And then yeah. I, I watched it again maybe last year. Yeah, I watched it right before All Out last year. I know mm. occasionally – I would see it. I've seen, like, I watched Marty and Okada before on yeah. TV because it'll come on um, Stadium or whatever Ring of Honor is on. Yeah. And sometimes Ring of Honor will play that late at night. So they must yeah. have the rights to it or something, or, like, partially. Yeah, it was, like, a the working relationship at that time, you know, still because yeah. they were all under contract still. Well, and they also, they didn't have, uh, you know, they had, a, they, had their, they used their ring and whatnot, and they, yeah. so, anyways. Uh, what else was Dynamite? That. We had the MJF promo thing. I'm not going in any kind of order here. No, right I'm now, not either. But yeah. the MJF promo, we had the Moxley promo. Another great promo from MJF, by the way. The Darby Allen thing with uh, Ricky, Ricky Starks. Starks or whatever, that was, that was a good segment. They, that was a really good segment. Watching all their stuff. So the other night, it was really fun to get to say it, but my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were over, and, they, and he asked me, he goes, so what is <laughs> AEW? And I said, well, it's – definitely my favorite on the market right now yeah and he said is it like more classic or like more modern and i was like actually it's the perfect blend of both yep classic storytelling and wrestling and then also some modern craziness and rain so it's like it's perfect blend of both and that the ricky starks and darby allen and and taz and brian cage thing to me it's just that's like meets right in the middle of that because it's just kind of the dastardly heels and like Ricky dressed up as Darby. Actually, he looked really big. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he's actually – he looked a little thin compared to compared to Brian Cage when they stood next together. But when he's in the ring with him, it's like, okay, he's actually pretty big and bulky, especially because Darby is like – he's tiny, man. Yeah. He's, so, he's a skater anyways, boy. He said to you later, boy. 
But I, I'm assuming we get that Darby and someone at All Out. I don't know if yeah. it's Brian Cage or him versus Ricky. I think it should be Ricky Starks, honestly. Yeah. That would be. Because Brian and Darby, dude, Brian's huge. Yeah. It, it's too big of a size difference. Not that it, you <laughs> yeah. Know, I mean, obviously, it, it'd be like Rey Mysterio and Big Show. Yeah. I mean, I sound like Vince McMahon right now. He's so small. That's what he said about uh, when I was reading in JR's book. That's what JR was showing Vince the footage of Eddie and Benoit and then like Jericho prior to that. Yeah. He said he has to show them the tape and talk about how good they are to distract him because they're small. And he said that when he was watching the tape with Vince, Vince was like watching and then he was looking at Eddie and he goes, he's just so small though. And it's like, but JR was like, I got to get him away from that because yeah. he's, it's how good he is in ring. So anyways, it's cool reading that book. I definitely recommend it. Then we had uh, the elite Kenny in the Bucks against Dark Order. We got a little bit of uh, maybe a hint of Kenny bringing back the cleaner. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited for that. Some heelish tactics. Um, that would be nice to see. And I think that's where we all kind of knew it was going because hangman's still up in the air. We don't know what's going on with him. And Oh yeah. Levi finally got some figs. About that guy. How about that guy? I love his yeah. picture on the box. Yeah, he's like, It cracks me up. Huh? Like, why is that the picture? I got Jericho <laughs> and Kenny. I went to Walmart yesterday and naturally I was going to check for this stuff. They've had the ring. They've had a boatload of rings and, and belts forever. And I've almost just bought both just to get them. Cause I was like, I want something. And I, as soon as I turned down the aisle, I saw the shiny gold and I was like, yeah. and there was a family down there with the kid. The kid was riding a bike and I was like, whoops. And I had, <laughs> I had to run by him. I was <laughs> so excited, him. dude. Okay, I'm and, I, and I ran up and I was like, dude, my heart was beating so fast. And I was just like, Oh my God. And the dude was like, Oh, you're looking at the AEW figures. And I was like, yeah, man. And I immediately grabbed Kenny and Jericho and I was like, well, I'm getting these two. And then I started looking at the bucks because there was only one of each buck and one yeah. Cody. There was two Kennys, one of each buck, one Cody. And I, I think there might've been two Jerichos. I don't remember. I was going to just buy all one of each. And then I was like, no, I can't. I mean, I can't justify that because it's like, that would be hundred dollars in wrestling figures over as a tax oh so and i was already buying yeah groceries. now since it's you you can justify it <laughs> well oh, i, I didn't do it i was just messing with you i know you I, I you like, can't oh justify buying that many figures. No. now if it was their birthdays or something maybe yeah, yeah. christmas christmas yeah and that's what i said i said you know but by christmas hopefully i mean wave two will be out by christmas yeah, yeah. so hopefully they'll be a little easier to get and I look at the dude and I go, uh, I was like, hey, your kids aren't wanting these, right? And he was like, oh, no, he's got something else he's looking at. I said, good, I just didn't want to hoard them. And I just started pulling them off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was like, I mean, I, I haven't been that excited in a while. I was yeah. definitely, I was stoked for that. See, I'm bummed because we got the we got the bubbly Chris Jericho, which, I mean, is awesome. You get the shirt and the microphone and the belt and all that stuff. But I was kind of bummed because you don't get the jacket and the hat. So I was like, now See, we have the to jacket, get that one. I, I don't know if that comes off that easy. It, the Kenny one did. Well, his is, yeah, it's not all the way on his arms. Mm-hmm. These ones are not that easy to get off. But their hands come there. off, so that should make it a little easier. Hey, I know what I can do. I can put them on eBay and sell them for 60 bucks. 
<laughs> and then come go on, back people. and pray they have more. Yeah, uh, I could have did that, actually. I thought about that this morning, but I was like, no, that's not very nice. Yeah, that's and nobody's shitty. buying those either. They're just sitting there. They're so. just going to sit I mean, there. some people probably are, but yeah. anyways, I'm excited. I, I just got excited talking about them. But yeah, anyways, dynamite stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, I'm looking at the all out card and it's a little, there's a few more things on there. Um, of course we got Moxley and MJF really looking forward to that Mm -hmm. for the world title. Jericho and orange Cassidy and a mimosa mayhem match. (laughs) He's like, you got the orange juice and I got the bubbly. Yeah. We're going to do a mimosa, like mimosa mayhem. I wonder if this is just a goof. It's it's supposed to be a hundred gallons of fresh orange juice. And what was it? Fifty cases of the bubbly. Oh, wow. So they're going to have like a pool of mimosa by the ring. Match can be won by pinball submission or being thrown into a tank of mimosa. Somebody's going in that mimosa. Oh, well, yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah, it's the the rubber match. Twitter was Uh, all in a rage Saturday night over that, by the way. Who was? Twitter, just in general, everybody was like, what the fuck is a Mimosa Mayhem match? If this was Dude, WWE, you guys would WCW. hate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a goof on WCW, man. Yeah. Think about it. Well, a casket it, match is fucking stupid. If it was WWE, I definitely would be like, what? Because, yeah. <laughs> but here's the reason why. Because they wouldn't have told a fucking story to get to it. Yeah. They, they have. Jericho and Orange Cassidy have told a story to get to it versus not, WWE would just be like, it's a most mayhem. It makes sense. It's not horror show at extreme roles, which nobody still knows what the fuck that meant. Yeah. Like explain that one. That'll Don't be on next about year's a video game. <clears throat> I hope uh, the yard got- matches on next year's video game. Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus TBA. So I guess I imagine they'll have number one contender this week or something. Yeah. yeah it's and this, then this Thursday. It's a tag team gauntlet match. It's the Bucks, FTR. I saw the graphic. I can't remember who all of us fucking in it. Sure, right, best that's friends. Fine. Yeah. F- <clears throat> oh, you said FTR. Uh, Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. And that's the last one that's listed so far for the AW Women's title. So that is all out. That is on September 5th. Actually, my mom is going to be in town visiting. And I already texted her and said, hey, Saturday night, you're going to be watching wrestling with wrestling. Me. just get but used to it m- maybe maybe or maybe not i might just watch it sunday morning i don't know so we'll see yeah, we'll again of course that's schedule. labor day weekend yeah i gotta work monday so it's, it's all fucked up yeah so we might be late on that one uh yeah. and then dynamite before we move on the main event which was fucking fantastic we got Brody lee mr Brody lee the exalted one versus cody for the tnt title cody esquire which Brody Lee is now the TNT champion, but it didn't was see the, that coming so fast. Yeah, but it makes sense. Yeah, it really gives the Dark Order finally some some clout behind the whole faction. Uh, but it was the post match goings on that really helped tell that story. And you know, they take Cody out, and he's being wheeled out on a stretcher. They flip the stretcher over. He's got the neck brace on. He's in agony. The the poor baby face. Uh, Brody Lee yeah. hits, him, hits him with the bag with the had the old TNT title in it, and it's all cut up and shit. Um, 
and then uh, Anna Jay taking out Brandy, choking her out, which was awesome. And that really adds on to that because the Dark Order, you know, with having a woman in their stable and Brandy laying over Cody and then getting choked out as she's laying on Cody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, that's good storytelling. You think we get that rematch? Rematch is that all out probably? I would say so. Because Cody's not really feuding with anybody else right now. No. So. I would say that makes the most sense. Yeah. But like we could also like get like Cardona that. versus Brody Lee. Like could get Cody, that. And Cody's then, out for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Due to the attack. And we got, Cody's also on the cover of All Out with the TNT title, so they gotta change that graphic. Yeah. But I mean I could also see doing the rematch because I can't see Cody missing out on all out either. No. I mean he's been a part of every show so far, so why yeah. not? You know. Either way it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we talked that. Let me just – I'll run through TakeOver real quick. Yeah. I don't think either of us have watched it yet, but I hate to run through it like this. But uh, I watched uh, the pre-show it, but it was kind of – I was in and out. It yeah. was late when I watched it. The pre-show is the number one contender match. Yeah, yeah. The pre-show is number one contender match for the NXT tag titles. is Breezango versus – Brizango defeated Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch and Legado del Fantasma, Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza. So Brizango was going to be the good for them, you know. Uh, Finn Balor defeated Timothy Thatcher, thirteen minutes thirty two seconds. Damian Priest, aka Punishment Martinez, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Defeated Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream for the NXT North American title ladder match. Uh, Adam Cole defeated Pat McAfee in 16 minutes and 12 seconds. And I saw – I want to watch that one because I saw on YouTube like a clip that said Adam Cole and Pat McAfee delivered more than expectations. Yeah. So probably Adam Cole – yeah, Pat McAfee though he he did he held his own. I was very impressed with what he could do in the ring. Uh, Io Shirai defeated Dakota Kai to retain the women's title, and that was then carry on. It was seventeen minutes and thirteen seconds. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, it didn't <laughs> yeah. feel like it. <laughs> it was it quick. It didn't huh? feel like it. I know what that I know what that's like though, where the twenty minutes just flies by. Like if you're doing something else, it flies by. Yeah. And then unexpectedly, Carrion Cross defeated Keith Lee for the NXT title. I didn't see that one coming. And then I saw I the graphic either. of him holding the title up and I was like, yeah. What? With his separated shoulder. Congratulations, yeah, kid. It's... You win the title and then separate your shoulder, so you're gonna be out for months. Yeah, so Keith Lee needs to get it back on NXT. <clears throat> well, here's the thing about that. Tonight on Monday Night Raw, Keith Lee debuts really yep oh they just wanted him on on that really bad i guess mm-hmm. come on dude he's were, not gonna do anything up they there were like it was like 40 something days was his title reign it was the second shortest in history and it's like yeah because they want him on the main roster because he's a big but he's guy. not gonna do anything on the main roster though but like i doubt they're gonna way, use him right look at it this way you throw him in there, put him in the main – put him in the title hunt right away. Yeah. Then, I mean, there's that. 
I mean, because, I could watch Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That two clashes yeah. of big guys. And Keith Lee's just – he's fucking good, man. Yeah. That's why I liked him in NXT so much is because he got to do it there. Like, I yeah. don't know if that's going to change his style in Raw because sometimes it does. So, that dude is fucking good, especially for a big guy like that. I mean, he moves around – yeah, he moves around good. I, like I saw you dude. change out your pouch, so I was like, eh, I probably should too. I put a second one in. Speaking of pouches, go to FullyLoadedChew.com. Use code HEALPOD10. Save 10% on your order right down here i usually put it on the right go. side there heel pod ski all right so then SummerSlam 2020 2020 SummerSlam 2020 was eight matches yeah it was only three hours i saw that it was i got on the network at like it was like nine o'clock last night i was like oh i can catch the main event and it was already wwe 24 and i was like Okay, that's weird. It was like three hours and six minutes. So Which that like, 24 was really good. I watched it yesterday morning. The WrestleMania 36 yeah, thing? Yeah, it was a good one. <clears throat> I want to watch it. Kind of with everything um, going on, you know. They kind of told the backstory behind it. and It was it was, it was was pretty cool. Apollo Crews retained his U.S. title on the pre-show against MVP in six minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, that match, I was like, I feel like I've seen this a thousand times. It's, Yeah. It's been on Raw for so long. Uh, Bailey defeated Asuka to retain her SmackDown Women's title. In Which was surprising to seconds. me. Yeah. I thought Asuka would beat Bailey and Sasha would retain. But, but she was the other way around. Yeah. Uh, the Street Profits retained against Andrade and Angel Garza in 7 minutes and 50 seconds. This was a good, that was a good match, too. Definitely watch that one. Mandy Rose defeated Sonya Deville in a no-DQ loser-leaves WWE match. Yeah, I found that seconds. out right before SummerSlam started. I guess yeah. Ski. yeah. I guess she had – Sonya Deville made it a loser-leaves Friday on SmackDown. And, of course, I didn't watch SmackDown, so I had no idea. And then they said it on the pre-show, and I was like, oh, shit. But I'm assuming that's because of Sonya's, you know – Attempted yeah, kidnapping. Or, and they might send her down to NXT or something. Yeah. I'm assuming so she's probably good, just going to be off for a couple of months and then she'll find a way to come back in. There'll be a loophole in the yeah, claws yeah. Oh, or whatever. There's, <laughs> of course. Kind of like when Macho Man had his last match against Warrior at WrestleMania 7 and then he was back by SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Seth Rollins defeated Dominic Mysterio in a street fight, 22 minutes and 35 seconds. That is the longest match on the card. Yeah. It was – it started off really slow, and I was like, they're letting Dominic get his feet wet. Yeah. But it really bugged me. He had a hood on his on his top of his gear. Mm. And I, as soon as I saw him come out with that, I was like, I really hope he takes that off. And he didn't. And it started getting in the way right away. And I was like – that's a fucking rookie mistake. Yeah. I can't believe Vince let him go out there with a hood on. But, uh, yeah, that Look got in the you. way. You're huge. You're bigger than your dad. You're bigger than your dad. I know how he feels because I took Kyler school shopping on Saturday. And he's taller than me now. So uh, yeah. I felt like the kid. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Stop big growing, ass kids. dude. It's rough being 5'7", man. Yeah. Everybody's taller. Six, people that are 6'2 and 6'3 are giants. They belong in the land of the giants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a guy at work. He's probably like 6'1", and I call him Andre. 
Dude, there's like three or four guys at my job that's like six three and six four, and I'm like, what the fuck? What did you What did you grow up eating? Yeah, I think it's all the coffee and cigarettes I smoked when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have hit that cigarette on New Year's. <laughs> uh, this year, Oscar... what you're talking about? Huh? Is that a, are you talking about this year? No, there was one that I – it was a New Year's, and I was a kid. I was like 12 or 13. Oh, or 13 okay. or 14, maybe. And I found my dad's cigarettes in the garage, and I was like, cool. And I just started smoking them. They're GPC Ultralight 100s. My dad has always smoked those. Ooh. Always smoked those. Don't know why. Why Ultralight? And I remember that. I have no idea. I just remember even when I was a kid, my mom would go to the gas station and get in GPC Ultralight 100s. have no idea. I've never understood how people can smoke a 100. They're ugly. That's why I don't smoke them. Like, if I'm going to smoke, I want to at least look cool. Yeah. Smoking, you know? <laughs> I want to look like Joe Camel. Yeah, dude. He's cool. Um, uh, uh, no, I, I, can, I could smoke a 100, like, while I was drinking, but not a normal. Well, yeah, because you don't you're you're chain want smoking anyways. Yeah. I said, when I'm, if I'm drinking, dude, I can bring a pack with me and just light, light, yep. light, light. And then the next got- morning, I'm like, yeah. And then you got the person coming up, hey, man, can I bum a smoke? Yeah, and I'm like, here, it's in my ass. You want to hit it? Yeah. Or my favorite, it was always, hey, man, can I borrow a cigarette? Yeah. I'm like, gonna, yeah, when are you going to? You're going to give it you back to me when you're like, done? Hey, <laughs> you text them like a week later, hey, man, can I get that cigarette back? <laughs> yeah, drive it to my house. I need that cigarette. Because here's the thing. If you're a smoker, you don't run out of cigarettes. Bottom no. line. That's nope. like a priority. Yeah. If you're if you're just because when you can tell who's actually like a smoker and who's not. Yeah. Or they're just broke because there's those people who are like, man, I'm broke and I can't afford. I'm like, it's five bucks. I, I don't get paid until next Friday. What are you gonna do from like, now well, on? You're fucking shit out of luck then. You're not bumming <laughs> for me this whole time. You're not bumming. You got to cut them off cigarettes. then. Yeah. Can uh, I borrow a pack? <laughs> can I borrow a pack of cigarettes? Yeah, man. When are you gonna get it back to me? Well, I get paid next Friday. And okay. then by next Friday, uh-huh. you've already forgot. You've already smoked 30 more packs. And I like, remember yeah, people that owe me cigarettes anymore. from like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oscar defeated Zosh Banks, as you said earlier, for to retain or to win the Raw Women's title. I read a, then, a, a cool little note on that. Uh, Sasha has never oh. successfully defended the championship. Really? Yeah. Never, never. The raw women's or I think I think any. She's been champ before for a long time though. May, Weird. Maybe it was on a pay per view. Is what it maybe was. Maybe it was. I don't remember. Anyways. I just look stupid now. I'm sorry. Drew McIntyre retained. Drew McIntyre retained against Randy Orton. To retain the WWE title, twenty minutes and thirty-five seconds. I do want to watch that one. That's like that's I the did, one match I really care about on here. I did tweet that Randy still thinks he's a snake. Yeah, well, of course he is. He was very methodical in the match. You think Randy's got a hog, dude? He's got to have a. He's got to have a hog on him. And look at his wife. And yeah, he is and his so ex-wife. he is a perv, dude, on fucking Instagram. Yeah. He's great. He's always perving with. Oh, I man. If nothing else, like I like Randy Orton anyways, but I love his social media presence. Yeah, because he's just a fucking pervert, man, and it's a troll. Funny. But a pervert in a good way. He's not. He's not offending anybody. It's yeah. his wife. It's okay. He does the same things he does. To, <laughs> he, he does the same things I do to my wife. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This this match. It was 
honestly, probably my favorite Randy Orton match in a long time. It was good. Except for the finish. Yeah. The finish sucked. Okay. Uh, but it was a nice back and forth. Do you want me to tell you the finish or do you want to watch no, it? No, I'm, I'm going to okay. watch it. I'm going to watch okay. this one. Don't look at our Twitter because I gave the finish away. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, and then in a shocking main event return, well, first of all, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defeated Braun Strowman to win the Universal Championship in 12 minutes. And then Roman Reigns, the big dog. The big dog back. is back. Did he get a pop? Well, no, there's not people. Never mind. Well, I mean, yeah, for what it was, it was a pop. The thunder don't. The thunder don't. Whether oh the God. the crowd noises piped in or not, there was wow, there was a reaction. Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So that's. I would that's have much rather events. Drew and Randy mained, but it made sense why after the match Cause the because the Braun yeah. Fiend it was. It was all right. I know it, it couldn't have been a good match, dude. It was just okay. Gonna, SmackDown is just not interesting. No. It is just, I mean, they have like literally nothing against the people on it, but it's, you would think the Raw roster would be the SmackDown roster, but I don't know because it's on Fox, but yeah. maybe they're just still like, you know, you know what? Raw is the A show. So I don't know. Yep. Uh, but there was a lot of conversation and, controversy over whether Roman is a heel or not because he I mean there was some heel tactics involved in okay. his return. I'll let you watch it. Yeah, I want to see that. But uh yeah, he he said some things obviously not with a microphone but what he was saying and the way he was reacting to both Braun and the Fiend made him appear to be a heel. So if he's a heel, I'm I'm on board for that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But if he's just gonna be babyface Roman, we've seen it. Maybe he maybe they're trying to have him come back as the anti hero against the fiend. Uh, maybe yeah. that's what they're doing. They're they're trying to make him like the the bad like the Stone Cold character. Yeah. I hope By the though, way, WWE, you'll never recreate the Stone Cold character. No. I hope he has to go through uh Braun. I guess this month is this next month gonna be Hell in a Cell? I don't know. They switch it all the time. And the, oh, no, it's Payback. Payback and then Hell in a Cell. Payback used to be in fucking May, so, yeah. So, so Payback, it should be Roman and Braun, and then do Roman and The Fiend at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, there we go. In if you're going to do in it. In the right. red cell. Ugh. With the stupid light on, probably. But, hey, The Fiend, no red lights. That was cool. His entrance, I even tweeted about it. I was like, you know, the fiend shit still gets me, man. It's a, I love that character. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I, cool I've liked character. Bray Wyatt since he debuted. I thought he was just a fucking excellent character. Just the swampy, weird uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre type. Yeah, but I mean, this, this this character is just fucking cool. All right. Well, I guess it's about time for the main event. Ding 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 ding. Right, almost the following right contest. Hour. Yeah. Well, we started like 8.15-ish. Yeah. We started like officially. Oh, no, so. well, yeah. Still. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Uh, yeah, SummerSlam 2003 was... 17 years ago today, August 24, 2003, in Phoenix, Arizona, at the American West Arena. The attendance was 16,113. The buy rate was 415,000. Not bad. And it looks like they – it actually has this on here, too. SummerSlam 2003 grossed over 715,000 ticket, $715, ticket sales from attendance of 16,113 and received about 415. Thousand pay per view buys more than the following year's event. Uh, so yeah, Raw, SmackDown, we're kind of on the brand split thing here, but not 2003 hadn't quite started like the totally separated shows. Legit, yet. yeah, yeah, because it was still like the super shows basically, and of course we had Lawler and Jim Ross for Raw and Michael Cole and Taz for SmackDown, which there wasn't a lot of SmackDown matches really no, there was I think like there was more raw two or three maybe yeah undertaker and a train uh the u.s title and the world title, world title. wwe title yeah <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah well i guess it was fairly equal there was only eight matches on the main card apparently the uh <clears throat> on heat was Rey mysterio defeating shannon moore to retain the cruiserweight title in two minutes in three seconds. That was a barn burner. Oh, yeah. Probably a little, whoosh, 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 some whipty whips and diddly doos. And the next thing you know, 619. Husker do's and Husker don'ts. 619. Without the scooter stick. Go home. Uh, so open with La Resistance, Rene Dupree and Sylvain Granier with Rob Conley. Defeated the Dudley boys, Bubba Ray and Devon to retain the Raw Tag Team titles, the World Tag Team titles, or the Raw Tag titles. Um, Watching that match, it. man, I forgot how awesome of a heel tag team La Resistance was. They were definitely, like, for about two years, they were on top of the the heel Because I remember the, <clears throat> the match on Raw when Marty Jannetty came back, and they did the Rockers for one night, yeah. Sean and Marty. And they faced La Resistance. I remember that match was so fucking awesome. And that was right that was right before Marty did the match with Kurt Angle on SmackDown. Yeah. Like I think it was the next or he did the raw thing with Sean and then the following SmackDown he did the match with Kurt Angle. Which was an awesome match too. Um but yeah, it was, it was a decent the, little opener. It was the very beginning of Rob Conway doing the the sympathizer gimmick. Yeah. Because the, the Raw before, the go home, he was dressed in like a military 
outfit and then like oh turned, yeah that's right broke yeah, the flag they, and laid it on the dudleys yeah they showed uh, that pre pre-match yeah. or whatever and then this he comes out at the end dressed as a cameraman and that's how a lot mm-hmm. of resistance retains but yeah it was a, it was a good match it was a good opener a good little opener i always match. like I like Devon's camo that he would wear around this time, and they would have like the matching shirts and stuff, yeah. like the different camos. I always like those. My problem with Devon's shirt here, which I always had problems in this time with the WWE shirts, I still have problems with them because they suck and they're thick. But uh, the shirt on the back it says "Blood is thicker than wood." Like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, I know. It's blood just, is thicker than water. I got water, a great yes. idea. But, I mean, I get it because wood, tables, the Dudleys. But, I don't know. It, it bugged tables. me. Every time I saw Devon from the back, I'm like, that shirt, get it off. It doesn't make sense. That's but okay. wrestling doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, and then we get – oh, God, no. I didn't mean to do that. Um, whoops. Then we get A-Train and Undertaker, and A-Train is with Sable. She's looking a little bit revealing, which I was okay with. And the Undertaker beat A Train in nine minutes and nineteen seconds, uh, and it seemed like in like the two thousand three period, Albert A Train was kind of getting a little a little pushy. Like he yeah. was not like not necessarily a main one, but they got him here with Taker, and he was also just in some kind of higher like he him and Taker at Mania. Like he had some higher profile matches, and then of course uh, Taker wins, and then. Uh, I got potential spam. Uh, Did that? There you go. You're good. You're back. I had potential spam calling me. Uh, Taker wins, and then he grabs Sable as she comes in, and Stephanie comes out looking very busty. Ooh. Yeah, those were large. This and, was uh, like peak Stephanie. Twin Peaks. <laughs> very, very Twin Peak. And then, uh, of course, she beats up on sable and uh yeah that's the match it wasn't that, bad it was two big men going at it that spot where uh a train's pulling sable out when stephanie's got her you know she's on luthes press and she's beating on her and a train's trying to pull sable out from under stephanie under the ropes yeah that looked a little little rough yeah but i was trying to remember because the handicap match because it was supposed to be Undertaker and uh, who was it? Undertaker and Matt Morgan, and that who it was supposed to be versus A Train. Uh, and... It was no, it was no, it wasn't Matt Morgan. It was at uh, Mania. It yeah. was that. Uh, what was that dude's name? Uh, I forgot his name. Anyways, yeah, but he wasn't like he wasn't prepared or whatever. They were like, we can't put him on WrestleMania. Yeah, so it ended up being a handicap match. It was A Train and Big Show. That's who it was. But I can't remember yeah. the guy that was supposed to team with Taker. Somebody out there is going, name. oh, my God, what the fuck? Yeah, we'll um, get it. We'll get it here in a minute. Anyways, so this is kind of the the carryover from that, right? Because that yeah, was WrestleMania much. 7, or WrestleMania 19. 19. That was 03, right? Yeah, it was this, yeah, it's 03. Let me see. I'm looking it up. Uh, Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. I knew it yeah, was he wasn't quite name. ready. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so A Train is still in a program with Taker, which is odd. At SummerSlam, yeah. going on for a while apparently. And Taker's in the second match, and the WrestleMania match was the opener. 
It's just weird yeah, seeing was Undertaker a, this no, high up on the second. card. It, it was, was the second, second at Mania, Mania too. Well, yeah, yeah, because the opener oh, yeah, was Mysterio and Hardy. Matt Hardy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and then we get the Bischoff. It, it's Shane McMahon and, and versus Eric Bischoff, and the Bischoff and Linda thing is a little rapey. I mean, that was, <laughs> but it's got Vince written all. That's Vince's oh, yeah, he was stuff, it. man. He He's, loves yeah, that. Like the thing wife. with Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. Look, let's do it. Do it, Eric. <laughs> and Eric's like, here, come on, baby. And then he's like, he's like, we didn't, we did it multiple times. It, yeah. it was not just a one-time thing. Yeah, it was, Oof. it was a little rapey, but she gets her revenge later in the show. Yeah. But um, Shane and Bischoff, Shane and Bischoff was a fun one to watch because you get to kind of get, it's the no DQ match or whatever after, uh, like Shane beats the hell out of Bischoff for a while, and then of course Coach comes out and hits, hits him. And he's and like, oh, it's a, like, no, it's going to be no DQ and no yeah. count outs. And then Pinfalls so that count anywhere. Yeah. Coach and Bischoff beat the hell out of Shane for a while. And then, of course, you hear the glass shatter. <laughs> and, and the crowd and, and that just, goes nuts. Yep. And then he comes out and he's like, Coach is like, you can't touch me unless you physically provoke me. And then Shane pushes him into him. And that's like, as soon as it happens, dude, everybody's like, even me <laughs> sitting there, I was like, oh, yes. Here it comes. So he gets to whip his ass and he stomps a mud hole in him and walks it and dry. then uh, and walks it dry and then of course we get uh, Bischoff gets stunned by Stone Cold because yeah, he, Shane. he uses his hand to slap him yeah and Austin's like yeah he's pissed and then he hits him with the stunner and then Shane pulls him up after the pin and he puts him on the announce table hits the big elbow he calls it coast to coast but that's not what it is yeah I think he and legit then, uh, popped stone cold too when he pulled him up because austin was having a good laugh yeah he liked that yep yep and uh then they, he does the elbow onto the table and then of course they share some beers and there wasn't a stunner on chain though I know. but that's all I right i was kind of disappointed uh anyways and in jr's book i was actually just reading last night it's i'm at like right after wrestlemania 17 where stone cold turned heel and jr yeah. was not he said it wasn't a good idea no it was stupid and um he said that they were they were doing the SmackDown after Mania is whenever Stone Cold beats the hell out of JR in his hometown, and he cut him with a scalpel. And what they did was Stone Cold's. It was when JR was talking to Stone Cold in the ring. He said, "We're going to talk and see what the hell is going on with him." And that's when JR was like, "This interview's over." And then Stone Cold starts beating the hell out of him. Well, when Vince comes out, JR was tripping. He said he was nervous as fuck because it wasn't he wasn't getting a blade job. He was getting a scalpel to the head. Yeah. Because they wanted it to look good. And so JR revealed a little secret and said that when Vince comes out, the audience pays attention to him, and that gives Austin time to blade JR. So when the camera goes back, he's beating the hell out of him. There's blood. Because Vince goes, Open him up. And he's just beating the hell out of him. There's blood everywhere. And JR said that when he was, he said, it, he, the way it was written was really good because I put myself in that spot. He said, When he's opening his eyes, there's blood all over his face. And he's stone cold's like in character, just full on beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. And he's like, this is, he was like, it was fucking scary. <laughs> and he's cause he, cause he's like, Austin's a big dude. He's just a yeah. big intimidating son of a bitch. And then when they were backstage, he said, he was in the dressing room and he told Austin, he said, uh, uh, he said, damn, you're always that stiff. And Austin was laughing. and was like, gotta make it look good. We're live, pal. We're, we're live kid. <laughs> and, uh, and Jared goes, motherfucker smackdown is taped and he goes ha, 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 and he left the locker 
<laughs> it was a good story. It was, it was a real good story. Uh, I love it. But yeah, he said it was it like it definitely put me in that spot. Like me sitting in the corner, Stone Cold's hammering away on me, I'm bleeding, and then like he's in character. I'm like, man, that had to have been kind of fucking scary having Stone Cold's bald ass beating the hell out of you in the corner. <laughs> bald dudes That's are awesome. kind of scary. So yeah. anyways, yeah, it was a good it was a good story. Definitely. You gotta read the book, man. I will. Uh and then we get the US title match. And uh man, this is just four dudes with crazy chemistry here we had eddie guerrero defeated benoit rhino and tajiri fiddle four-way united states title match 10 minutes 50 seconds and it was action-packed for every bit of that 10 minutes yeah. 50 seconds and the, and just good talent in the ring man rhino and tajiri are great talents and then of course you got them paired with eddie guerrero and chris benoit who are like some of the best wrestlers ever so it's like it turned out to be a good match it was a very uh ecw filled match yeah <laughs> with the yeah, guys, you know? uh, yeah i really enjoyed watching rhino work here i don't yeah. know what it was but rhino just stuck at stood out in this match i really he's a good worker him. man so yeah that one was that one was a fun one to watch the, the whole card is you know i i don't remember slimy sam 2003 always being a really good one but the cards it's all the matches are pretty good. I think it's a definitely underrated SummerSlam. Yeah, nothing's disappointing, really. There's no match that I was just like, eh, you know? Yeah, the that main really was happens. a little. Well, we'll get to that. There's yeah. a reason for that. <laughs> and uh, then we get Kurt Angle uh, defeated Brock Lesnar by submission for the WWE title in 20 minutes and 48 seconds. This was longer than the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, and it was a fucking good match, too. It was. This was, yeah, if... If nothing else, I mean, just watch the whole show, but because it was all good. But this one, I would have to say it's it's probably better than their Mania match because this is their second, and their third one would be the Iron Man match on SmackDown, yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's when Brock takes the title instead right. of the Iron Man match, I believe. But, yeah, man, this one's good because you got two fucking rest, like legit wrestlers. What did I write down? Brock versus Angle 2. These guys are two freak athletes and legit pro wrestlers. They put on a hell of a match and really put each other to the test. Vince comes down after the rough bump to hit Angle with the chair. And Brock hits F5 but gets a kick out and goes for another. And Angle reverses into an angle lock and makes him tap. Angle hits the angle slam on a steel chair with uh, Vince. He's got Vince and hits him yeah. on the steel chair. And then I said, Vince looks like he's on vacation, but he obviously just ripped off his blazer and gorilla and ran down for the spot. <laughs> but yeah, dude, this match was really good, dude. Just two fucking wrestlers just duking Shit. it out out there. Even the fucking video package before the match, when they're kind of showing the lead yeah. up to it was, I mean, WWE, that's one thing they've always been able to get right. There's even today, they're still pretty good yeah. at video packages. Yeah. They got that shit down. Their production is solid. And uh, I think I think the song is the the song is definitely a generic song. I don't remember yeah. if that that's not the theme song because on the main of on the Elimination Chamber video package, it's just real awkward in some spots, and it's mm -hmm. like it's definitely dubbed with that. So they just didn't have the rights to whatever band because this yeah. is around the time where every show had a different a, di a new like, album, yeah, alternative rock band, yeah, yeah, new hard rock band, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Brock and Angle too. That's I mean the the whole Brock and Kurt Angle trilogy is it's worth a watch. Solid. The Iron Man. I think the Iron Man match is the best. 
this one would be second best. And then Mania is good, though, too. It's yeah. just, it's, it's, you know, it was the first one. So by now, they're kind of feeling, they know what they want to do. and how Also, they Brock work. getting hurt, that didn't help. That's a big part of it, too, yeah. So, uh, and then we get a little come down popcorn match, but it really wasn't. It was pretty good, too. Rob, Rob Van Dam and Kane, because they were tagging. And then Kane took his mask off, went all fucking crazy. Kane beat RVD here in a no-holds-barred match in 12 minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah, Kane had only had his mask off for, what, like one or two months at this point? Oh, like a month, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was – because this is – when he takes his mask off is when he gets, like, super heelish and he's just just a psycho. I'm like, a he takes it off and he's yeah, – yeah, yeah. He takes it off and he's like, <laughs> that fucking look <laughs> – I remember Robin, being Robin so bummed out when like, he took took his mask off. Rob's just like, huh? Yeah, maybe Kane. I was gonna talk to you about this today, but maybe Kane should have never took his mask off. Not because he's like ugly or anything, right. which kind of is. But um, <laughs> don't tell don't tell Glenn Jacobs I said that. It'll fucking big boot me. It put me straight to hell. <laughs> but he uh, he just was. If he was always the mask. It was like people knew Kane as the masked guy. Yeah. And ruthless aggression rolls around, and it's like maybe they're just like, hey, it's time for a different Kane. I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't feel like Kane to me. Yeah. Like, Especially I, when he's wearing the, the, like, just the pants the yeah. next year. And I mean, I, I, I've always liked Kane, even oh, without too. the mask and yeah. stuff. But, like, you always kind of wonder, like, what would it have been like if he still had the mask? Because he had it – I mean, he had it off still in 10 when I went to Elimination Chamber. Yeah, and then he put it back on around the Daniel Bryan like tag 12. team time. Yeah. 12 or 13. Yeah, the hell no, hell yes yeah. and hell no thing. I don't know. I just uh, – I prefer Kane with a mask. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, these two, they busted out ladders, chairs, and – uh stairs it was uh not to be oh confused with tables ladders and chairs and stairs or whatever the fuck that was lines and bears lines bears witches ticks and tigers oh my yeah so anyways it was a good it was pretty good for a popcorn match in between in i between was kind of surprised mains. that that's where this was on the card i thought this would have went on before angle and lesnar but it, i mean like when you say it like that it makes sense to split them up i was yeah, of course, because it's too you can't, like following the WWE title match. That was a great match. Maybe you put a, could have put Taker and A Train here and had Kane and RVD on the second match. Yeah, like that's the only thing I could think to switch because everything else is kind of it's in the right spot. Yeah, there was no IC title here either. No, noticed. Christian's oh, the IC champion. Yeah, and he was whining about wanting to be on the card. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's that yeah. Segment. He that was right before the. Undertaker A Train match. Yeah. Because yep. Eric Bischoff's getting ready for his match and his karate gi. Yeah. And he's a legit karate guy. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Everybody know that. All oh, right. Damn, and then boy. we get the main event the Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight title. It's 19 minutes and 12 seconds. Triple H, Goldberg, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, and Kevin Nash. So I was watching it last night. I had to take some notes. Um, HBK and Jericho start. Nash is eliminated first with his blonde hair. Because <laughs> this is when he's about to go tape or film The Punisher, where he's the Russian. Yes, yes. I had uh, to look Jer- that up to make sure I was right, and I was like, okay. That's Punisher why came that out hair. in March or April of 04, 
and this okay. is August of '03, so that's I was like, okay, that's why they cut his hair, and he perfect time, yeah. It. yeah. Uh, Jericho blades first, then HBK. A, a good blade. Job. Uh, they saved. It was good blade jobs, yeah. They saved Goldberg for last to come out to get the pop, I assume, and probably because he's not an Iron Man like these guys. But also, yeah, everybody and, uh, thought Goldberg word, was going to win the title. That's what makes this match not as good as it should have been because he was still it, Goldberg still had just fucking heat because he's Goldberg. Everybody remembered him. Yeah. And and Triple H was hurt. That's why he was wearing those thigh pads. Right. The compression. It was so pads. weird. So it's just yeah. And it's just like weird that he didn't win. Bike shorts. Yeah, because he come. I remember the first time watching, I was like, that's a weird outfit. And then I realized they weren't connected. They yeah. were just like compression pads or whatever. He had some kind of injury with his thighs. I don't remember what it was, like a torn well, – I, I don't know. This was around the time his quads were a little on the weak side. They were a little shaky, yeah. yeah. Uh, the word at this time was Triple H had thigh pads on because he was hurt. I presume he was knocked out for a bit at the start to keep him out of action for a bit. Yeah, because Shawn Michaels super kicks him super and he stays him. down. Yeah. He stays a, down until Goldberg comes out. As the pod opens, Shawn, sweet chin music, he's yeah. down. And he's just laying there. And that's there. a picture – that's, yeah. that's the picture, mostly, for this thumbnail, wherever you see it. Um, the gimmick, whenever uh, Goldberg was spearing, Goldberg comes out and he spears Chris Jericho through the plexiglass. He kind of hits it and then has to go again, like yeah. hit it again. The gimmick plexiglass took a little extra shove to put Jericho through it. And then Goldberg lays everybody out, and then he eliminates Orton, HBK, and Jericho, and then... It's down to him and Triple H. And he's fucking hot, dude. The crowd's yeah. going wild. They're dude, so excited for Goldberg. Real quick, that fucking like shoulder press slam out of the out of the gorilla press to Orton. Yeah. Where he has yeah. him up, drops him on his shoulder, and then it was so fucking fluid. Like it was Yeah. Dude, that spot, I was like, that's the best I've ever seen Goldberg look. Was dude, that he, spot. He was great right here. Yeah. I mean, th- this was this was when he won the title at Unforgiven 03, but right here is where he should have had it. What's yep. one month? And Triple H isn't – he's fucking hurt anyway. Right. So it's like, why wouldn't he win it's the belt right here? <clears throat> but it may – see, this Elimination <laughs> Chamber match, I bet it would be ranked higher on everybody's list if Goldberg had won right yep. here. Because everybody right here was like – I mean, obviously it gives Triple H the big heel thing because – he hits him with the sledgehammer as he goes for the spear. And it, you can see Triple H isn't working a lot here. He's no. doing very minimal work. And uh, he hits Goldberg with a sledgehammer, and that gets the one, two, three. You figure it would yeah. be even like a pedigree, too, but you could at least make him look even more strong by like having to give him two pedigrees after, too, yeah. or something. Um, so, yeah, that's like He should have popped down. right up after the sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have been made like. More sense. Yeah, and, and then, then uh, after also the the spot where HBK gives Triple H the sweet in music and he falls in the pod. Ric Flair when he whips the jacket off and he's like, yeah, he's pissed. doing Flair's yeah. thing outside. Yeah, oh, fucking, he's real so tan good. too. Oh, he's so tan here. Yeah. This might and have then, been the uh, most tan Flair had ever been. He's he's dark because he's yeah. chilling with Triple H. They're yeah. tanning up together. Uh, Evolution gets the beat down after the fact where they handcuff Goldberg and he hits him with the sledge. Flair definitely bladed Goldberg too because there was that spot where he's like 
he's going, what has he got handcuffs? And he's doing something to his head. And then Flair starts. Oh, him. He, yeah, he bladed him for sure. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you could you could definitely see, and the camera kind of moves, and then when it comes back. He that's when he's hitting him, and then they handcuff him, and he hits him with the sledgehammer. Goldberg's bleeding like crazy. So the only, I mean, the only the way it makes sense is that it kept the heel just the heel Triple H keeping him heel, you know, making yeah. him look like a badass dastardly heel. There it is, and uh, that's, that's my cue. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So and Triple H was. When I watch this, dude, like even he's just Triple H is probably one of the best workers of the 2000s. I have Definitely. to, he's got to be maybe number one, dude. Just one of the, yeah. be, just the best worker of the 2000s because he was, he was on top for over half of it, you know? Yep. So, anyways, yeah, that's that. Good show. SummerSlam 03 was really fucking good. I, yeah, it was, it's way better than I remember. <laughs> I remember it all being. This is but, one of yeah. those times that I was kind of out. Yeah, I was. Like, I, I, I don't would think watch I was watching here. a little bit because, like, I remember when I found out Goldberg was coming in, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I gotta like kind of tune in." I remember like his debut with The Rock and all that. I de- yeah, I definitely watched that. But I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen SummerSlam '03 in its entirety until yesterday oh, when I watched it. I don't. All think. right. I know I'd seen the Elimination Chamber match because I was like, "You got Nash, I gotta watch it." HBK, you know, just the whole group in there in that match. I was like, this has got to be good. And then I was kind of like, eh. Like, even not watching the entire buildup, like, I knew that Goldberg should have won. Yeah. 2003 is a good – it's a pretty decent year. SmackDown was probably at its peak in 2003. As as far as, as, like, the brand split. Yeah. Yeah, As far as wrestling goes, SmackDown was way better than Raw. Yeah, and and I mean the raw it was building newer stars and whatnot. So yeah, yeah I think the SmackDown in '03 was better than Raw because I've watched a lot of Raw in '03, and the highlight of it, man, is Triple H, Stone Cold and Bischoff, and I don't know maybe the IC title, but other than that, it, it's just a lot of a lot of building stars on there too, but people who didn't ever really get over. This is also so. the peak on raw of triple H's like 23 minute interview time in the first. Yeah. Segment. Yeah. Like it seemed like every yeah. week on raw, he was out and that's like 2003 to like, Oh five. Every yeah. week. It seems like triple H is out there for, if he was the champ, it's talking. Yeah. Yeah. If he was the champ or if he had just lost the belt, that's how it was. Yep. And he always had like a, like a bandage on his head, it seems like. Yeah, because he's always blading. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the show this week, SummerSlam 2003. We talked. Uh, next week, I guess we'll figure that out off air. Oh, is yeah. that next week already? This this Saturday is all out, huh? Not no. not this one. No, it's no. next. It's the Hang fifth. Out. It's two weeks. Not this one, but the okay, one. Okay, so next week will still be Monday morning. Yeah, it's the thirty first yes. next week. Oh yeah. god, I got inventory. <sighs> Anyways, uh yeah. So Do we want to do one more SummerSlam? Maybe we do that or maybe we do the all in revisited. We'll figure it out. We'll text Yeah, it we'll out. do yeah, we'll do all in because that it was the thirty first. It was the yeah, it was the thirty first or the first, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. So that we makes do sense. All in. We'll do that. That'll work. I gotta figure out how to watch it, but yeah. I think it's on uh, YouTube. Okay, that makes sense. I think. 
Uh, yeah. So follow the show. I'm actually going to look real quick. Heels and Quads on Twitter. Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. And check out the Slash and Cast Network. All those podcasts we listed at the start. I don't have the list in front of me. But all those that Tommy listed at the start, make sure to check those guys out. It's all horror shows and horror-based. So if you're a fan of horror, we are on the right network for you to enjoy some wrestling and horror. And me and Tommy are big horror fans too, so we'll be checking out a lot of those podcasts. But, yeah, just a big thanks to the Slash and Cast Network for presenting us and letting us join their podcast network. We're a part of the family now. This is our first episode on there, so we're excited for the new journey. Let's see where it takes us. And uh, also, as thanks to We Watched a Movie, because we wouldn't be on this without them, because they helped get us over, and they're just great guys over there, too. So. Yep. And, and yeah, fully loaded shoe, heel fully pod chew. ten, and check out save ten percent on your order. Man can wine, uh, heels and quads at checkout saves twenty five percent on your order and free shipping. Uh, Call ournobabrand.com, heels and quads in all caps. Check out ten percent on your order. Pro wrestling tees slash heels and quads. That is where you can find our splendid merch at. A few shirts we have up there. So, splendid. Yeah. Splendid. Splenda. Help us out. Become Anyways. a Patreon backer. Let's do these drink alongs. I'm ready. Let's do uh let's do a Levi plays with his action figures live on Patreon. <laughs> we can do that. We can do we can do Levi plays live with the AEW wrestlers on Patreon. I'll play with a bunch of toys on there. And drink. There you go. I'm fucking playing with toys and hammered two beers in. And then uh, we could even maybe we could do like a drink along watch along where we all watch a match while we're drinking. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd fun. Be cool. We'll talk for a little bit and then we can all watch a match together. Yeah, we can do that. We can figure all that out. Anywho, we will talk to you guys next week with probably all in. Two Revisit. years removed. Two years removed from our visit to Shambuig at Shambuig. Shambuig. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm All gonna right. listen to the the podcast we did while we were there to amp myself Ooh, up. Yeah. Get back in that Getting fucking headspace. Yeah. Oof, that was a rough headspace. <laughs> but it'll be fun. Next week will be fun. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys then. Oidiosh. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Bye. Bye. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.